Hello, 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 hey, hello everybody, how are you, hey, 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 it's your girl, it's your coach, coach who, Miss Jesse, alright y'all, I gotta make sure my little cute earrings is showing, okay, yes, I'm rocking some cuties tonight, so I wanna make sure you can see them, can you see them, mm-hmm. Aren't they cute? Yes. As a matter of fact, I just kind of put a little flavor of mixture together. <laughs> okay, y'all know how I does. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, it's your girl. It's your coach. Coach who? Miss Jesse. Well, welcome to another episode, y'all. Another. Did you hear me say another? Oh, let me say it again. Another episode, y'all, of your girl, your coach, Coach Miss Jessie, coming through with the podcast, episode number eight. Okay? Did you hear number eight? Okay, number eight. Number eight. It is the number of new beginnings. Okay? New beginnings. And if you turn it sideways, it really... Looks like what? Infinity. So what? We are here and we are here to stay. We are here to go from here and all the way to beyond. Wherever God leads, that's where we're going to go. Okay? Where are we going? Who is he? What is this? It is your girl, your coach, Coach Miss Jessie, podcast, conversation, peace. Peace. The ish matters, inner soul healing. And it really matters tonight, y'all, because we are going to be talking about the love thing. <laughs> now, I said it kind of like the love thing. It might sound like I'm talking about something dirty or something nasty or something freaky. Uh-uh. It ain't that kind of party, y'all. All right? But... It is the word love, and it is also the month of love, okay? And, oh, by the way, it's the month that belongs to me because it's my birthday month. Um, but, <laughs> yes, yeah, so make sure you uh, shout out your girl, happy birthday, okay? Happy birthday, happy birthday. This is chapter 48, okay? Yes, sir, and I'm all right. I'm loving it. Um but yes, um, this is the month of love because we know that February 14th is the whole big ordeal about love, love, love. And then, you know, also February is um, the month that we talk about, um, you know, women's uh, heart. You know, it, it is a, it's a month that is also acknowledged in conversation about the, the heart uh, for women to be able to know, like, different signs of, you know, if your heart is healthy, um, you know, signs of heart attacks and making sure that you are taking care of your heart. That's an actual, uh, you know, um, awareness uh, of the month of February, um, just as we are talking about love and Everyone is relating it to the romantic kind of love, but it's also really about loving you and also loving your yourself to enough to take care of your heart. Because when your heart stops beating, that's it. I mean, that's it. So taking care of it is so important. Um, making sure you, um, you know, be uh, healthy um, from the inside. Because this is why the inside matters even more. Because the ish matters. Your inner soul healing. Because guess what? That also helps, um, you know, the healing of your heart. Making sure that your heart is cleansed. Making sure your heart is pure. Not only about what you're feeding it, meaning food-wise. But what are you feeding it? In the sense of like, what are you intaking? What are you inhaling? What are you, uh, you know, 
what are you doing with your heart? Are you like stressed out all the time? Are you are you always in some sort of drama that's causing that adrenaline and for your heart rate to keep going, 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 going high? Are you eating food that you shouldn't be eating? Are you even um taking in things that don't belong to you, other people's drama, other people's stress, you know, because all of these things ultimately um, will impact your heart and will your heart be healthy? Are you making sure that you have a healthy heart? Are you caring enough to think about those things, not just for the month of February, but think about it beyond February? Right, we have to think about the word love just a little deeper than just love romantically, um, because we also do have to love ourselves, we have to take care of this vessel, we have to take care of it because we are only uh stewarding one, one, it's a party of one, <laughs> okay, and once it is gone it is gone but you have to be a good steward over it. it is important to know that you know having a healthy heart is is detrimental because if it's if your heart ain't right and i'm not just talking about like um not just a broken heart uh or uh, uh um you know a, a, a hurting heart but a heart that's not healthy, meaning if you are eating bad food, greasy food, and all of that, all of the things that can really cause your heart to be clogged up, okay, you have to be mindful of that because this can cause, it can cause a heart attack. This, I mean, it's serious. Taking care of your heart and having um, the understanding and having the concept of why the ish matters even the more is very key. Because if you're not taking care of your heart from a point of like um, spiritually, emotionally, um, physically, um, mentally, if you're not taking care of you from the top to the bottom, your heart is impacted by that stress. All of those things, oh my God, it, it's not just about eating bad food, but it is also in taking bad food, in taking drama, okay, in taking burdens, and taking stuff that don't even belong to you, other people's mess, allowing people to mistreat you, right, you mistreating you, it matters. The ish matters. That inner soul, that's where your heart is. Inner. It's inner. It's within. That's why doing the work within is so important because we out here can't see what's going on inside of you. You know? Um, but God can. And guess what? We may can't see what's going on inside of you, but we can feel that things is not right. Because your energy that you give off, the aura that you give off, um, your temperament, all of those things uh, are going to be uh, coming coming through because of what's going on inside. So if your inner soul, if your heart is not right, if your heart is not in the right place, your behavior is going to be out of place. What comes out of you is going to be out of place. What you say, what you do, how you behave, because that's what's happening within. So yes, that's why having... That inner soul healing, that's why having that cleanse heart, pure heart, it matters. Because that's how you're going to operate. That's how you're going to treat yourself. That's how you're going to treat others. And today, our scripture, let me not forget, we still have our blueprint. Mm -hmm, it is still going, y'all. Okay, 
putting together everything in here. So this week is no different. Um, so we have our scripture, and our scripture is coming from First Corinthians. 13 I know it is like almost like the one you use during this month and also for weddings but it is what it is I mean this is the best if you really want to know about love this is the best way you can describe it right from the word itself let me tell you okay so coming from first Corinthians uh, 13 4 to 7 and I'm gonna read it for you okay because I need you to hear the words, okay? All right, so it says, love is patient. Mm, child. Already some people like, to the left, to the left. <laughs> Stay with me, okay? Love is, uh, <laughs> love is patient. Love is kind, okay? Love is not jealous. Did you hear me? People in the back. Hmm? Hello? Okay. Love is not jealous or boastful, bragging, okay, or proud. Hmm. That pride. Okay. Or rude. That nasty attitude. Um, it does not demand its own way. Spoil. Okay. Um, it is not easily irritable, moody. <laughs> and it keeps no record of wrong grudges. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Praying for somebody demise, okay? <laughs> um, and love never gives up, never loses faith. It, it is always, always, not sometime, but always hopeful. And endures through every circumstances endures through every circumstances and let me tell you this is not necessarily easy I'm not saying that love is easy love is not easy love is hard because love is work Love is intentional. It's a love thing, baby. Love is work. Love is action. All of these things are action. Meaning there is something that you have to do. There's a part that you play. You have to know how to start with loving you. You have to know you, that, that you deserve to be patient with yourself. Because many times we're trying to like run, 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 run. Do, 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 do. And we're doing all of the wrong things and running in all of the wrong places. And then you find yourself running in, running in circles. Okay, and you're running circles around you, number one, and you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not even patient with yourself. You're not even kind to you because we always automatically thinking about the romantic love. Oh, oh, I got to love. I got to love my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. I got to love him. Yes, you do. But let me tell you like this. If you don't love right, you're not going to love your man right. If you don't know how to love you right, if you don't know how to love God right, you're not going to be able to love your man right. I don't care how good of a man he is. You're not going to be able to love him right. 
if you don't know how to love right. And loving right begins with knowing what the word of God says about love. What does it mean? How does God describe it? What is God saying to us when we're talking about love? What, what is he saying to us? He's also describing himself and how he is with us. How he is so patient and kind to us. How he does not hold the things that we do against us. How he forgives us. How he loves on us. How he is like very intentional with us. He is showing us right here his love language. Because his love language is acts of service. Look at it. This is in his word. He, he, his love language is act of service. He's saying love is patient. He's telling us that he's patient with us. We have to be patient with ourselves. We have to be patient with each other. We, we have to be kind. Because he's kind to us. So we have to first, because we have to, we have to understand that the love that God is going, is showing us is the love that we have to show to ourselves. And then it's the love that we have to show to one another. So it starts with God, us, and others. God loves us this way. We learn to love ourselves this way. And then we learn to love others this way so that's the that's really important to understand you cannot skip one that's the way that it has to flow it's flowing from god down to us from us to us and then from us to others you understand the importance of that do you understand that if you missed a step it's just not going to flow right. Things are not going to be, uh, you, you're going to lose your way somewhere amongst this, these steps. You're going to fall off. Something is not going to come through. Whether it's going to be like, because whether it's going to be like, you're not going to, if you're not able to receive God's love for you, you really don't know how to love you. Because you have to understand his love for you, number one. How he loves you. How he cares for you. How he cherishes you. You have to receive his love. Right? And then once you receive his love for you, you understand how he really say, you are important to me. I care about you. I'm intentional about you. I'm protective over you. Okay? When you receive that for yourself, then you're able to feel that. And you become that. You love yourself. Because you understand that my God felt that I was worthy enough of his love. I'm precious. So you start loving yourself in that way. You start understanding that you are worth it. Because if the, if the mighty one himself called you worth it, how could you see anything less? How could you think of anything less? He's the king of kings and the lord of lords. If he says so, it is. Right? So, yeah, we, we have to understand that we have to be really uh, careful not to fall into pride. Not to, you know, uh, hold things within grudges. Because now we're building up, you know, uh, we, we, we're, we're really building up walls. We're building up things. Like, we just, like, building up these little pockets of nonsense. Like, you know, because now it's going to be clogging up our hearts. Right? So we have to understand that loving ourselves also say we got to let things go. God forgives us, 
So we have to forgive us. We have to free ourselves because he freed us. And when we do these things, guess what? It's so much easier and better for us to be able to give other people love. We're able to be patient with them. We're able to be kind to them. We're able to not be so irritable and moody. Because we're not harboring all of those things in us. Because we know God is not doing it to us. So we're not doing it to us. And therefore us not going to do it to them. Okay. I, follow me down that yellow brick road. You already know. Keep up with what I'm saying. Because this is very, very important. It's not just about love with the man and the woman um, romantically. You know, it's about knowing how to love yourself, knowing how to love, uh, receive God's love, knowing how to love on you, and knowing how you have to learn to love on other people. And like I said, skipping any steps of this process, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. And even if it seems like it's working, it's temporary. Even if it seems like it's working, it is surface. Because guess what? When you get to the bottom where it says love never gives up, when it talks about never loses faith, when it talks about it is always hopeful, hmm, when it talks about it endures through every circumstances, <laughs> when it's surface, guess what? The minute things go down, oh, please. You're going to really see what the love is made up of. That flakiness, that surface stuff, it's going to be gone. Bye-bye. Uh, Boo-boo. Peace. Deuces. Adios, amigos. Because it is surface. But when that love runs deep, like how God's love runs deep for us, when that love runs deep within and we understand our value, we understand what it means, okay? We are able to reciprocate that same love to other people. And I don't mean allowing people to run you over because that's not what this means. It doesn't mean that it's saying, oh, be a, a doormat for people because you love them so much. No, because there is, there is a point even with God. He's like, hey, Get it together. Don't do that. You don't have to allow people to mistreat you because you are also holding them accountable to these words. If they're not being kind, if they're not being patient, if they're if they're being irritable, if they're being uh you know prideful, okay, something ain't right here. Because you are now holding these other people around you, not just the romantic one, but everybody that you are in relationship with, you are also holding them to this same standard. This standard is not just from my part. This standard is not just from God's part. This standard is from everybody's part, those that are surrounding you. You are holding them to this, these words. Okay, if someone is uh, like not, you know, they don't, they're not rejoicing because you're rejoicing, yeah. They're like slowly and low key. Hmm. 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 That hmm. That hmm hmm hmm. That means they're like, I wish you would drop dead already. I wish that something would happen to you. I wish things would just crumble. Be careful. Because that's not real love. It ain't, it's not it's definitely, if it's in any relationship that you're in, whether it is your friends, whether it is your family, whether it is your mate, if they're like, mm, always with the mm, mm, what is that? What are you thinking about? What do you want to happen to me? Mm, 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 mm. You know that means that somebody is not thinking no good for you, honey. When they hit with you that, mm-hmm. <laughs> Be careful when they hit you with that, mm. <laughs> mm. What? That means 
Mm, die. <laughs> you know, they're not wishing you anything good. When you know, when I talk to people and I hear that pause in conversation, it almost makes me feel like I don't really wanna I don't think I really wanna talk with you any further. Because something's not giving here. It feels funny. Are you acting funny? Like when you're having a conversation with somebody and it always seems like they're not, they're low key, not really, really happy for you. And everything is a, like a, mm, like a pause, like a, like they really, they're really not going to say it, but they're already thinking it and they're already feeling it. And they're not even realize they're already feeding it to you. And if you're careful and intentional, you pick it up. Come on. You pick it up, honey. You know these people don't mean you no good. I don't care how close they are to you. I don't care how long you've known them. I don't even care if they're your children. They don't mean you no good. And honey, they are held to these standards too. How are they treating you? How are they treating you? Are they being good to you? Huh? How are they? Are they hopeful? Are they speaking life into you? Huh? Or are they feeding you with some nonsense shenanigans and splaboo? And the minute that you don't agree with them, they're like, bye, bye, bye. Huh? Be careful. Because these are the, these are the things that God is clearly letting us know is the standard for love. It's a love thing, baby. And it's a love thing from all perspective, from all relationships. And when you are loving in this way because you understand that this is work and you know that it is worth it and you know that it is right and you know it is godly. When those things happen, even in the tough times, even when they are rough, even when there are a storm that come out of the left field that hits those relationships, they will still be solid. They will still be firm. Christ is my strong foundation, my firm foundation. And you know what? If that is your truth, if that is your conviction, if that is what you live by, if that is the standard for your life, then this is a command. It's not optional. You don't get to go around mistreating people and doing things and, and, and being, being willy-nilly against people and it's okay. No, it's not. You don't get to treat people that way and you don't allow people to treat you that way. Because God don't treat you that way. You know how to love yourself enough to know when someone is not loving you. You know enough because you understand God's love for you is so good that it makes you feel good about you. And that anyone or anything that comes to make you feel anything different is not good for you. They're not. They're not acting like these words. And I don't mean at me fake. Like, ooh, you know, acting like they're like trying to win the whole, you know, Academy Award. No. Acting meaning there's action. Because it's work. That means that person sees you in a way that you're worthy. You're worth respect 
you worth me having patience with you because I'm not going to run up out of, out of my mouth and just say something crazy to you. I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm not going to be talking sideways to you. I'm going to respect you. That means you know they are being intentional about how they treat you, about how they see you. So it's a love thing. Yeah, baby, it's a love thing from all aspects and from all perspective. And it starts with how you receive the love of Christ. And you receive the love of Christ and then you accept the love of Christ and you love yourself with the love of Christ. And then you take that and you give it to others. You love others that way. And then you hold others to those standards of how they love you. You see how it is a love thing? It's a love thing, baby. <laughs> Woo! I'm trying to tell you. It's a love thing, baby. <laughs> That's the truth of the matter, y'all. Knowing how to really be careful with this word is so important. Because people would be like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And they be the same people that be doing the, mm, mm-hmm, mm. I wish you would just fall and break a leg already. <laughs> But they're like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. What? Go ahead and disagree with them one time. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and die already. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I know. I, let me tell you. I, everything I talk about is what, things that I have experienced. And honestly, things that I've even myself have done. I've done the mm-hmm. Not lately. I'm just saying, in the past. <laughs> I mean, listen. I, I, that's how I know. Because I've been there. You know, I, you've given phony baloney love. Because you really wanted somebody to do something. So you try to, like, mm, yeah, I love you. So you can get what you want. Okay. We've all been there, and that's why when we know better, we do better. <laughs> it's a love thing, baby. And that's the truth. And um, and, and with us knowing how to love right, and, and we love each other right, we become more healthy. We become more healthy. Our lives become more peaceful. You see, conversation, peace, the ish, matters, and it's all healing. When you love right and everything is going the way it's supposed to go, yes, tribulations will come. Yes, problems will arise. Yes, circumstances will show up. But... Because you have real, true, genuine love for yourself and for those around you, you know how to treat those things when they come up. You know that even though there's a storm going on in your life, it does not give you the right to mistreat people. You know that even though circumstances come, you still can be hopeful. You still can have faith. You still can trust God. You still can believe the best. You can still speak life. It doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be hunkadory for you to love. Because you're going to have to know how to love through the hard times. 
You're going to have to learn how to love through the disagreements. You have to learn how to love even when people have different opinions. And guess what? You have to learn how to love even when people have different lifestyles. It may not be what you subscribe to. That's okay. You can still learn how to love them. Because we're not called to hate. We're called to love. We're called to do this, believers. We're called to do 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7. We're called to do it. It wouldn't be in here if we, if we weren't. It's God's word. If he said it, we believe it. And that settles it. Period. So this is important. And this is key. We have to be mindful and be very, very careful about how we're loving people. How we're loving ourselves. And how we're loving God. And how are we receiving God's love. And this will cause us to have healing. Healing from the things that will come up that will hurt. The wounds that will cut deep. But we're able to go and receive healing. Because we're not carrying all of those burdens. We're able to deal with things not from a surface level, but we're able to deal with things a little deeper. And because we're doing it like that, we're being intentional. We're being careful about how we handle one another. We are understanding that the heart is fragile. It's very fragile. It's one of the most important organs in your body. You need a heart. So it's very key how you treat it. I mean, listen, you can make up a lot of things, but you can't make up, a, you just can't put together, you know, let me go ahead out here and go and put and make a heart. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Um, I mean, listen. If y'all out here making hearts, and I'm not talking about the little ones you draw, the little kids draw for you and give you, oh, poor babies, bless their heart, that they give it to their little mommies and daddies because they drew it on the table or during art time. Mm-mm. Baby, you just can't go outside or wherever in the lab and put together a heart. <laughs> no. Listen, I mean, they have come up with, uh, you know, artificial legs, arms, and all that. I haven't heard of that, of a heart. Now, if it's out there, y'all, and you know something I don't know, and you could, because I don't know everything, I just haven't heard of it. And if they're out here making hearts, Lord Jesus, I'm going to sip my juice. If people are out here making hearts, baby, <laughs> okay, listen, I'm going to just go on and move on. Take care of your heart. It's very important. It's a very, very key fundamental peace in this vessel okay and it matters what goes in there it matters what dwells in there it matters what sits in there it matters what you feed it it matters 
all things impacted overall generally it you know it's like oh they're always asking you about your heart rate they're always checking your heart no matter where you go no matter what you go to the doctor for they always want to listen how's your heart <laughs> what how's your heart because your heart ain't right honey you ain't you ain't gonna be surviving out here Mm, I don't care if they're making the hearts or not. Okay? If, they, if they're out here making hearts, I don't want one. Let me go. Peace, deuces. All right. It's my time. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, look, if, if it stopped, that means the Lord say, come on home, baby. It's time. Baby. <laughs> don't go giving me. No pig. What? Mm -mm. Hey, I'm just letting you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I digress. Anyway, take care of your heart. It's very important. It's important to God. You're important to God. That means he wants you to know that you should be looking at yourself as an important piece as an important person, as an important vessel, as an important life. You matter to God. So you need to understand that you matter. When sometimes we're looking for everybody else to see us. Oh, look at me. Love me. Love me. Love me. Love me. God loves you. He loves you. He sees you. He's like, baby. You are the apple of my eyes. I love you. I'm here for you. And I want you to understand that you matter. Even if they don't see you. Even if they don't recognize your value. Even if they don't ever say, I love you. And you know... Not for nothing. And this is really hard for me to even say. But it's the truth. I struggle with the word love. It's the truth. I struggle with the word love. Because I didn't hear it anywhere towards me and I didn't really I didn't grow up hearing people saying I love you not I'm not talking about the romantic love and even that child I question <laughs> I'm talking about the love like from your parents from your family those people who impact you first um, those people who are supposed to teach you things and make you feel that love and because of that truth be told I have struggled with that word and still does today. It is something that I'm constantly asking God to help me with. Because it, it's a, it feels foreign to me. And it feels foreign to me because of how it, of how it, it, it was displayed in my life. And that also caused it to be something hard for me to display with my children. You know, it made it challenging and hard to be able to uh, say the word or, um, you know, just like assume that they know. Um, and it, it, it's, it's challenging because 
you you don't realize the importance of this word because a lot of times people just throw it around you know just because you know they could be in the process of being manipulative and they're using the word love you know just to get their way even though it says that don't do that um <laughs> but everybody don't use that word for the right intention or they don't say it at all so it's kind of like a non-existent and um and then you find yourself struggling because you never heard it so it's foreign to you to even say it um and it's one of those things that i always be asking god like you know I don't want to live like that. I don't want to um, be like that. And I'm much better with it now. Um, even though I don't say it. Like, typically, I don't really, you know, think I'm, I even use the word like that. Except if I'm talking about God. Um, but if I'm talking about God is love, I'm also supposed to be able to comfortably use the word love, which I do, but it still is a struggle. That's the part that I keep asking God to take help me with constantly. Um, because the word itself has, um, it, it almost, that I know what it is and I know what it means and I know what God says about it. But sometimes because of the way of growing up and the lack thereof, it, it's not like, um, it's not a constant word that's in my vocabulary. Put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, so, and I'm sure that there's other people out here that is that struggle with the word love itself because of the omission of it, perhaps, in your life growing up. And it is a fact. And you find yourself struggling with, like, why am I struggling to use this word? Why does it seem so foreign to me? And as a believer, it's a word that we're supposed to really embody. But yet there is still a struggle. And this is why I constantly have to do my own work. And my own work for the ish. <laughs> okay. Because the ish matters in my life too. I have to constantly, you know, allow, you know, let myself understand that it's okay like no you are um a grown-up now i'm all grown up y'all <laughs> chapter 48 um it's okay you know the word is okay to use the word is not because it was omitted in your life doesn't mean that it's a bad word it's a good word it's a good thing um, you know, it doesn't mean that um, perhaps because you didn't hear it with your family saying it to you. And the only time you heard it really was when people was trying to get something from you. So it kind of have like different connotations in your life. Specifically for me, it has different connotation because I've also used it in ways that I should not have used it because the right way of using it was not present in my life. You know, it just wasn't present. And when I used the word love, you know, as I was, as I became it, like, uh, um, you know, an, an adult, it was more or less the romantic way, you know, um, and then, of course, as you know, you learn to be a, I don't want to be a player no more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. <laughs> you know, you use the word 
in all of the wrong ways for all of the wrong reasons. And now that same word, when your life really is different and you really understand what God is referring to and what that word really, really mean in your life and what it really, really mean to God. Now you like, wait a minute. Ooh, I've been doing this thing all wrong. And now you have to like change the verbiage of it and change uh, that and, you know, that, um, that weight or that, that level of uncomfortability. You have to work in it being okay, making it a, an, an okay word, making it a safe word. Like it, 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 it's okay to use it in the right format because you used it in the wrong way so much or didn't use it much at all now using it feel weird like wait uh i love you wait wait a minute i love you 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 oh i love you 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 like wait because it it's not it it doesn't just flow off your uh, it's like I uh, I uh, <laughs> and it's like wait a minute it shouldn't be this hard you should be able to just say I love you but yes y'all even your girl your coach coach who Miss Jesse yes I struggle with the word and that is my facts. That is my truth. And that is honest. And that is open. I didn't even mean to share that with y'all. But that's the way the Holy Spirit led. So I know he's talking to me. You know. Like the right. Like even right now I feel like, like I'm getting an open rebuke. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, because that word. It's like you have to be able. Um to comfortably use it comfortably use it in settings where like with your family you know um and like with my children i feel like because i didn't say it the the way that i should have been saying it that even as adults now with them it's still not a word that's necessarily present in conversation because it wasn't present like that in our home um and you know and it's it's like wow i think i be, i believe that i've done a disservice with them even with the word love because i didn't use it all the time i didn't say it all the time because I didn't hear it all the time. And the way that I heard it all the time is not in the same way I use it with my kids. You know, I heard the word more or less romantically. Or I've heard the word more or less um, in a manipulative way. I wasn't doing that to my children. I wasn't being romantic with them. I wasn't trying to manipulate them. So, yeah, the word didn't really come up all the time, but it should have. And that's why we have to be healthy and understand the importance of the word now as you are dealing with your family and your friends, how the word really do have to have the right meaning in your life and use it in the right format and in the right way so that you you don't continue to create this narrative of an omission word that God wants us to use because he is love and um and also like with my like with my grandson I'm comfortably can say to him I love you um you know, and even with like hugging and people at church and things like that, you could say, oh, I love you. I love you because it's true. I do. But 
sometimes the word still is a struggle. And it's a struggle that's present. You understand what I'm saying? So I know if it's present for me, I'm sure that it is present for some of you. And the thing is, we want to just make sure that we receive healing. Continue to do the work that's necessary to use the word in the right way and be the word. Right? Be it as well. And, and even when you're not saying it, be it. Be patient. Be kind. You know, um, don't, you know, don't be jealous of your brothers and sisters. Don't mistreat people. Don't be prideful. Don't be wait, be waiting for them, for their downfall and for their de demise. You know, don't don't be hopeless and and speak death over friends, you know, over people, and have faith. Learn to know that that love can conquer all things. And that's what I'm gonna leave you with tonight. You know, let's let's uh. Let's l let love really lead us. Let's use it in the right way. Let's not omit it in uh, from our vocabulary. In the things that are uncomfortable, let's keep putting pressure on that so that it can be comfortable. Let's continue to do the work that's necessary so that the, the connotation that the word has in your life can really begin to have true healing, you know, the true ish, because the ish matters, inner soul healing, and it is a work that's, in, that's a constant progress. It's not a one-time ordeal. It's a continuous thing because it's it's just what it is. At this point in my life, I feel better about it because new relationships that I form, I can I can see the difference of how I can uh, engage in conversation and use the word. But it's the older relationships that already the word did not, were not present in them. And then now bringing it up, it's like, hmm, this feels a little weird. But with new people, from me having the new revelation of God and all of those things, it's able to freely fall off my lips. That's the thing. I don't really know what the thing may be, but it is a thing. And I'm going to have to think about what that thing is. And it's something that I think we should all pounder on if we are feeling the way I'm feeling. What is the thing? What is the thing? And that thing needs to go. It needs to be due to Okay. But anyway, we're going to continue to do the work. It's not over. But I want to make sure I answer all questions here. And that even in our blueprint, because we have our blueprint for our podcast, make sure I touch based on everything. Okay. So, today's topic was love thing. It's a love thing, baby. Okay. Um, we had our scriptures, 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7. Okay, we're going to break down the verse, which we did. Um, did we touch base on everything? Yeah, rude, your own way, not irritable, moody. I gave you, I broke, I broke it all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. Okay. Um, oh, yes. Love requires change. It does. Change of your ways, change of your heart, change of your mind, change of life. Right? And we talked about how love is God because that's who he is. He is love. Um, still believe in love. That part, the romantic kind um, as well. You know, 
even though that wasn't my main focus, because I feel like if you have the right way about it, everything else in, will fall in line, including the romance when you are in that space of being in love with your mate. Um, it will be pure. It will be good. It will be healthy, right? Um, and then, uh, oh, I love you on purpose. See? You see? I can tell you that. I love you on purpose because it's true. Because I love you with the love of God. And that, y'all, concludes this episode number eight, New Beginnings. We're, gonna, we're going to normalize the word love in the right way. <laughs> in the right way, y'all. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. So I love you on purpose. Remember that we first receive love and accept love from God. Because he teaches us that he loves us in this way. And that he wants us to love ourselves in this way. And as we love ourselves in this way, we're able to love other people in that way. And then as we love other people in that way, we are able to hold other people accountable to how they love us in this way as well. It's a love thing, baby. I'm out. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all in the next um, episode. Until then, make sure that you go and watch, check me out on YouTube. Okay? Like, subscribe, and put your notifications on and share it. Okay? And make sure you pass this podcast on to other people. It is what? Conversation. Peace. The ish matters. Inner soul healing. Deuces!